regular people are taking their knowledge and content, packaging it up in an online course, and they're making a living doing it. But not everyone is successful with online courses. There's a right way and there's a wrong way. And I'm here to help course creators actually succeed with online courses. Hi, I'm Jacques Hopkins, and this is The Online Course Show. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 206 of The Online Course Show. I'm your host, Jacques Hopkins. If we haven't met, hi. I started my own online course business teaching piano about 10 years ago, and since then it's brought in over $4 million, and now my main focus is helping others to start and scale their own online course businesses, and I do that through my own programs and, of course, through this very podcast that you're listening to now, The Online Course Show. Now, let's talk about today's guest on this episode. His name is Victor Damasio. And for those of you in the English-speaking world like me, that name might not ring much of a bell. But let me tell you something. In the Portuguese-speaking world, Victor is a just an absolute titan in the digital marketing and online course space. Think Russell Brunson, think Jeff Walker, but in Brazil, all right? Victor's story is fascinating, and we're going to get into it. He started off in law. He didn't love that kind of traditional path, and he found some initial success with an online guitar course, and once he tasted online course success, there was no looking back. Today, he runs wildly successful programs helping Portuguese-speaking entrepreneurs find success with digital products, and he is known as the mentor to the mentors. He has been mentored himself by Jay Abraham, Frank Kern, Brendan Bouchard, and others, and what really stands out to me about Victor after meeting with him and having this conversation is just his passion for his clients and how authentic he comes across. He's been helping people with online course businesses for a lot longer than I have. He absolutely knows what he's doing. His message is amazing and his passion is amazing. To be honest with you, sometimes when I'm preparing to interview someone for the show, I'll listen to other podcasts that they've been on. And with Victor, that wasn't possible because this was the very first podcast and interview he's been a part of in English, which he's fluent in English, but it's not his first language. And he's very focused with his message on Portuguese speakers. That's kind of part of his niche at this point. But no matter the language, his energy and message of transformation is truly contagious. And you're going to leave this episode feeling inspired. I promise you that. But before we dive into the conversation with Victor, let me give a shout out to our sponsor of this episode. And that is Deadline Funnel. Deadline Funnel is a must have if you want to implement genuine evergreen urgency into your funnels and offers and increase course sales at the end of the day. My listeners can grab an exclusive double free trial offer by visiting deadlinefunnel.com slash OCG. Give it a try in your business and very likely you'll wonder why you were ever doing an online course business without Deadline Funnel and that true evergreen urgency that really does increase course sales. With that, now let's get into that full conversation with Victor Damasio. Hi, Victor. Welcome to the Online Course Show. Hi, Jacques. Good to be here. Happy to be here. 
So let's uh, let's start with today and maybe work backwards and hear some origin stories. So today, who would you say, like, if I said, um, like, who is it that you help and what do you help them do? Okay, I'm based in Brazil. So 100% of my clients and audience, they're Portuguese speakers all over the world, but mainly in Brazil. And I help them crafting their courses or mentorship programs online. That's what I do. I would venture to say that that probably isn't what you've always done, right? So, so tell me, tell me when you first like became an entrepreneur. Okay, it's very hard to remember when exactly it started because I used to study in a very classic school, and then I went to law school. I even sit the exam and took the the bar, like the bar in Brazil. We don't have the bar, but we have the order, something like the bar, mm -hmm. to become a lawyer. So I I went this very common and very classic way, but I was never happy with that. So even since I was a child, I was always trying to sell something, trying to make some money on the side. I was never satisfied. I never had to work to help my family or any of this stuff that is common in Brazil. But I knew since the beginning that if I wanted to create something for me, I would have to work myself. And since law school was like five years, I did several different stuff. I, and I know that in US it's common for people to be like a, a, a waitress, like, like serving, like in restaurants. I used to do the pub crawl in Brazil. I did, do you know what's a pub crawl? Yeah, I mean, if it's the same thing that we have, we have pub crawls here, yeah? You, yeah, you go yeah. around to different bars and pubs? Exactly, exactly. Yes. I used to do that for 70 bucks a night, 70 Brazilians, so that should be something like, I don't know, slash by five, so $13 or something a night. So yeah, I, I didn't, I wasn't born an entrepreneur. I was born like a regular person. And then I, I found the possibility of using the internet to sell stuff. So still when I was in college, I heard of a guy that was selling like shakes like protein shakes and stuff to to get fit and stuff and the guy was doing a lot of cash and that was really getting my attention i didn't understand what was that and then sooner or later he invited me to a meeting where he showed me the opportunity and then i realized it was like an mlm thing yeah. <laughs> and then i i was involved with that never get any results and after getting all my friends upset with me, I started to look online how to make sales, how to thrive online. And that's how I found internet business opportunities and possibilities like affiliates and selling your own digital course or program. That's how it all started for me. So what, at what point in your like getting your law degree did this happen when you, when you wanted to start an internet company? Not, not pretty sure. It was right before I graduated. And then, uh, as soon as I graduated, I, I, I understood that I couldn't stand it anymore because being a lawyer, I could get money. I could get paid. I could get like financial freedom somehow, but I knew that I would forever be tied to the ground because law, you need to be in the place. Like I, I'm from Rio de Janeiro and I always wanted to travel. I always wanted to, to be around. I know the world is amazing. 
And I knew that in law, like being a lawyer, I couldn't be able to travel as much as I would like and I wouldn't be able to seize and profit from my time. So I understood that I need to do something different. And that's where I tried to find something online. My but did whole you, life changed. Sorry. No, I was just, uh, did you ever work as a lawyer? I, I, I worked as an intern. I, I do you know, internship? Yes, we have that. So I probably won't, will miss the names, but at first I work at Defensoria. Defensoria should be something like public defense or something. And then I, I went to the federal justice as an intern too. And then I, I quit and went to the dark side. I, I went to a, a, a private, private office of, of tax law. That was before I graduated. After I graduated, I didn't ever worked with law because and that's a, a very 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 hard to hard thing to share when i was in law school and i was about to graduate i was already an intern on this office law firm tax law and then i heard a friend of mine had committed suicide so that was a very very defining moment in my life because on that day, I couldn't work at all. I, I was in the office and I couldn't do anything. My, my mind went like crazy because I've lost my friend. It wasn't my best friend at all. But since I always studied on the same school my whole life, like all the years, this guy was always around. I, I've never been to his house. He hasn't ever been to my house. But since we lived together, we always share like the bus to school and all this stuff. So he was always there. And then suddenly he wasn't. And that completely messed up with my mind. And I, I never shared that before. It's something that I don't know. I don't know I'm sharing that in English since it's my first podcast in English. But yeah, that, that was the moment that everything changed for me because I went to my, my boss, boss office and said, that I couldn't work that day, that I was, my mind was crazy. And I remember my, my boss at the time being very hard on me. He said that I, I should bother him if my father committed suicide, if my mother committed suicide, if my brother committed suicide, if my friend did that, he couldn't care less. And that I, that I should just move on and keep on working. And that thing was very, very hard for me. It was like, if I want to stay like who I am, if I want to stay truthful for who I am, I cannot thrive here. I realized that being who I am, I wouldn't ever be able to win on that kind of game. Does it make sense in English? Maybe something is lost in translation somehow. No, I got you. I, I, I got you. Yeah. I really felt that that was not my place and that I couldn't win if the rules were like that. Well, that, that guy in particular doesn't sound like a very good boss or he's probably not a very good friend either. Yeah, I mean, I think he has a point and maybe life has been just hard on him somehow. He's very successful. He's still very successful. We kind of lost contact, but he's very admired and respected on, mm -hmm. on, on the law world. And I don't, I don't do him. What, what I'm trying to say is that I don't judge him at all. I just figure out that it's a way of being that's different than who I am. I think the guy, he's a good guy. And maybe he was just trying to teach me the way I should be to win 
on this kind of world. Does it make sense? So I don't, I don't play hard on him or point fingers or, or I, I couldn't say, I, I couldn't say bad things about him at all. I just think that I cannot play this. Does it make sense? Yeah. So if it's a, it's like a metaphor for a, a game, he's saying that these yeah. are the rules we need to uh, have yeah. to win at this game. And you just put up yeah. your hands and said, I don't want to play this game anymore. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How quickly did you find success on your own? Oh, that was that was very very hard because I tried several different stuff. I I started looking online because I wanted to see a way to to sell protein shakes and and, and, and stuff like that, but that never worked out. But then I, I remember I I found a book by Mike Dillard. You know Mike Dillard? Sure. Yeah. Mike Dillard. Yes. Yeah. He, he wrote a book called Magnetic Sponsoring. And then I, I got this book and that learned, I, I could learn a lot from it. I, I understand. I understood the idea of a funded proposal. So instead of trying to pay to get people's attention, I could sell the possibility of them listening to my offer. So I learned a lot of different stuff. I, I learned a lot of different approaches. They never work for me at all. But I learned a lot. Doesn't make sense. I, I, I was learning a lot. I got all the terms. I know I, I got all the strategies, but I was the best marketer of my dorm room. Like I, I knew it all. I learned it all. I studied it all, but I never put anything to practice. And that lasts for several years. And then everything changed in my life when this guy, I don't know if you, if you know him, he's from Brazil. His name is Erico Rocha. People say Erico Rocha somehow in English. The guy licensed Jeff Walker's PLF to Brazil. Do you know Jeff Walker? Of course, yes. I, I, so, I have implemented many PLF funnels. I've had uh, yeah. several people on the podcast that have been in his masterminds and whatnot. Uh, I'm very familiar with Jeff Walker. That's amazing. I, I love Jeff. I'm part of his mastermind, the Plat Plus group, for four years now, I guess. But I'm talking back 2012. So this guy licensed PLF to Brazil. I bought it with my very last funds, like my last cash available. And then since I bought it, I had to make it happen. I had already tried to do something on the English learning space and then on the jogging, running, like running in the street. Like my, my first sale online wasn't as an, as an affiliate selling a, audio training on how to run five kilometers. Okay. That was my first. So I bought the program myself because I wanted to jog and then I couldn't. And then I said, Oh my God, how can I make it happen? So I create a blog where I would log my trainings and then I would just share. So today I'm going to do this today. I'm going to do that. And then I logged every training I did. And then I could do that in, in nine weeks. I was able to run the five kilometers, which for me was a lot. Then I even run a half a marathon. So, so that thing helped myself. And then people saw the blog and then they started to ask, Oh, so can I follow the same audio training? And then said, yes. And then I put the affiliate link and that's how I made my first online sale. It was back in 2010 or 2011, something like mm -hmm. that. But that was not exactly success. It was just one sale and stuff like a small amount of sales. But 2012, 
this guy licensed PDF, I bought it. And since I didn't recognize that I have any kind of knowledge that I should put into a digital course or mentorship program, I decided to partner up with my guitar teacher at the time. His name is John. And then we created the first guitar course, first online guitar course in Brazil. I don't know if it's the first in the world, but definitely the first in Brazil. Wow, that's that's amazing. So when you say this guy licensed PLF, did he basically like get the rights to it to then translate it to Portuguese? Yeah. Yeah. Erico used to be a part of Jeff's mastermind. And then uh -huh. he got the rights to translate and teach his own way, his own way in Brazil. Why not? Uh, I, I, you obviously know English today. I, I assume you probably knew English 10 years ago as well. Why not just buy the English version? What, what was it about this version of it that appealed to you? First, I've never considered that because I guess it, it, it used to cost two, two grand, I think, yes. $2,000. And dollars were already expensive in Brazil. So when Erico licensed, the price difference were far cheaper. So the first time he did that in Brazil, it was 2,500 2, Brazilian reais. So it was far less expensive and that I could afford. So mm -hmm. that was the first, first reason. The second reason is that even though I felt like I already understood a lot of the online space, just by reverse engineering and stuff, what I really missed was a community of people doing the same stuff. So this guy was the first guy in Brazil doing this kind of marketing, like giving value first and then asking for the sale, the, the kind of reciprocity, the PLF style. And I really wanted to, to be a part of it. Does it make sense? So when he showed up and when he made the offer, for me, it was a no-brainer. Even though it was my last money, I had to do that. And at the time that you bought this program, you did not know what, like it's, it's called product launch formula. And yeah. you did not know what product you were going to launch when you no. bought this product and went through it. No, no, no idea at all. And the very one thing that made me buy, and that's something that is, that should be interesting for people who are listening to that podcast is something that Jay Abraham made public available he 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 kind of teach the world he, i don't know if he invented that but most of people learn through him somehow the risk reversal so i'm not only talking about a guarantee but i'm talking about a doubled guarantee so when he first created this offer in brazil it was a live event i guess it was a three-day live event and there were there was two two guarantees the first if i attended the first day of the event and i didn't like i could have my money back a hundred percent the second guarantee is that if i put into practice all that i learned on the event and didn't get results in three months i would be able to ask for a consultation like one-on-one -on -one, to know what i got wrong and then he would point and create a plan to fix the, the to fix the mess. And then I'll have like three more months to make it work. And if it didn't work, he not only would give my money back, he will also give me a hundred dollars more. So 
frankly speaking, I was just, uh, I couldn't say that I believe myself that much, but I really believed that I could follow a plan. And I was very, very confident that even if it doesn't work, at least I would get a hundred bucks. I, I'm not, I'm not very proud of saying that, but the truth is that I, I didn't believe myself. And then I really found that even if I couldn't make it happen, at least I wouldn't be in, what is the opposite of profit? I wouldn't be at loss. Does it make sense? So the yeah, guarantee make me bet on me. Yeah. It, it. It's really the thing that puts you over the edge to sign up for the program because it took away really all the risk. Yeah, you had to put in the time and effort into it, but yeah. at the time it was, you know, it was it was some of your last money and yeah, you literally. knew that, you know, 6 months later if it wasn't working for you, you would get that money back plus yeah. 100 extra yeah. and that's what um that's what puts you over the edge to actually say yes to the offer. Obviously yeah. looking looking back at it now, you're very glad that you did, right? Yeah, of course. So that was the best decision of my business life ever because if i haven't done, if i hadn't done that i wouldn't definitely be here so that was very yeah that was a decisive moment of my life yeah was it more do you think it was more about just like the accountability and now now you had a program you were following or did you did you learn really legitimate things you didn't know before that were the keys to your success i, I really learned that that was a a, a turning point of my life but I really do believe because all that I learned before was a, was with like free content or trying to subscribe to everyone's list. So I was already on everyone's list and every different niche. So when I saw like three different people from three different niches using the same kind of campaign, the same kind of funnel, I, I would think, oh, that's working. That's working, but I didn't knew it was working. So at, that was the first time I bought something that I could see behind the scenes and not trying to reverse engineering. People say that buying a course or buying a coaching program or a mentorship program might be expensive. Yeah, sometimes it's expensive, but it's far more expensive trying to figure it out by yourself. Does it make sense? Yes. And that was a, that's what I was trying to do before. I was on everyone's list trying to reverse engineering. So when I bought the program and since I had to follow every step, that thing gave me clarity and gave me tranquility. Is this a word? Tranquility? Yes. Like so peace? that I should just follow. And it's, I'm going to confess something. It's been, we are in 2023. So it's been more than 10 years, 11 years, 12 years or so. I still feel because I opened my email box and there was this invitation and I clicked, I bought, I bought and that changed my life. Sometimes I, I still find myself looking at my inbox as if there could sh just show up like an email that could change my life again. And I never felt this kind of thing that I felt like 12 years ago because when you, your business starts to grow and we grew from 4 million to 20 million in two years from 2020 to 2022 in Brazilian currency. So slash by five, that would be something like growing from 
less than $1 million to $4 million in two years. In this kind of moment that I'm facing on my business, there's no guidelines. I, I couldn't find, at least. I, I don't know which program I buy so that I can 10x my results. But in the beginning, there, there is this kind of programs. So that was PLF Brazil for me. That was the like a formula. That was like a recipe that I could just follow, not thinking too much, just follow, and that worked. So that was life-changing, and I still miss the vibe and feel of just being able to follow like a three-step process to get a specific result. I, I, I would love to have this again, like the next step of this, right? But there's not. I, I haven't found it yet. I'm sure it's out there somewhere, Victor. I, I hope so. So you, so you go through this program, don't have a product yet. You learn yeah. all these amazing things. So I, you, know, you go through it. You Obviously, the next step is to figure out what kind of product you're going to launch and sell. Yeah. Did you, did you consider any ideas that were your own or did you just go straight to the, I'm going to partner with my guitar teacher? That was my first, my first shot because, because the guy is amazing. Unfortunately, he passed away a couple of years ago, but the guy is like outstanding. He's, he has a, an amazing playing. He, he, he teaches in a very specific way. The guy is outstanding. And he was very known on our neighborhood in Rio, but he was not exactly known Brazil-wide or worldwide. So when I first did the offer, he said yes promptly. It was easy for me and for him. So it, it was a, a low-hanging fruit somehow because that was a perfect fit for, perfect fit for both me and him. So that worked very well. We created a, another Facebook page. We used to say fan page. Remember fan pages on Facebook? Yes, I do. Yeah. So we grew from zero to 140,000 followers when that meant something. <laughs> no, yeah, that right. <laughs> but, but I'm talking 2012. So that was very impressive. I remember I used to pay less than less than 10 cents. No, I'm talking Brazilian. So less than like one cent a lead. That was crazy because I, I got some ads and then I, I boosted with like 10, 10 Brazilian dollars, 10 Brazilian reais. And we got more than a hundred leads for each Brazilian real. So like a hundred leads for $20, 20, 20 cents of dollar. So crazy crazy. It was really crazy in 2012. That was very impressive. And the course was not like guitar for beginners or advanced guitar or techniques. You're a music musician too, right? Yes. My core, my main course is a piano course. A piano course. So the, the course we created back in 2012 was, uh, I guess in English, we, we call it modes, like Greek modes. Mm-hmm. Ionian, Lydian, this kind of thing. So yeah, the modes, a, yes. The modes, right. So it's a very specific subject mm -hmm. on the guitar. It's not a complete guitar. No, no, no. It was only the modes. And that was very, ah, th that was innovative because it was the first guitar course online in Brazil, as far as I know. And before that, we only have like those magazines in the, 
like like physical magazines and maybe some DVDs, right? Frank Gambale, Paul Gilbert, and, and now suddenly we we had an option to to study online. So that was crazy for the market. Yeah, it sounds like it. My, mine is called Piano in 21 Days. Very simple. Amazing. Definitely for Amazing. beginners, yeah, right? Yeah, we yeah. don't cover any modes in, in, yeah, in my yeah. program. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, that's that's incredible. So, you know, having gone through the program, I'm curious if you if you guys created what, – what did you do first? Did you create the course or did you create like the marketing and the pre-launch videos that Jeff Walker teaches first? So here's the thing. What we did was that we found a specific video. It was like two minutes or less because guitar is different than piano. In piano, to play the different keys, you have different, different like shapes, different, your, your fingers are, for instance, if you go one tone up, everything changes, like the scales, the notes, everything changes. But in the guitar, it's very visual, you know, right? Do, do you play the guitar too? No, no. I know, I know a little bit about it, but I don't play the guitar. Yeah. So, so the guitar is very visual. So, if you're playing like in a scale, and if you want to play one tone up, you just go two frets up, and then mm -hmm. you play the same, and it sounds one, one tone up. Does it make sense? Yes. And because of that, the way people used to teach the modes, some people teach it wrong. So the video was very, very strong because he, I, I'm trying to figure out a way to, to, to explain what we did for beginners and for people that doesn't understand music or, or play the guitar. But I, I'll describe the video and then I'll explain. Okay. So the video was my professor, my teacher playing one, one, one sequence of notes, okay? And then after he played a very known sequence of notes, he asked, what is this that I'm playing? And people who are complete beginners, they, they wouldn't guess. So it's not for them. It wasn't a beginner course. So I would filter my audience just by asking that. And then most of the people who are not beginners, they would be able to guess, oh, that's Ionian. Like that's the first mode because they saw that. And they learn that way. And then he, he, was, he would say in the video, oh, maybe you guess that's Ionian, like the first mode. But what if I tell you that it's another mode? And then he changed the harmony. He changed the background music and played the same notes. But now it sounded differently. And then he said, can you see? Can, can, you, can you hear that? Regardless of what I play, what makes the difference is the background. So what am I playing against? And then just by showing people that they, what they thought was right, wasn't right, that already made people curious. Does it make sense? Yes, and start so, to trust so, you. Exactly, immediately, like less than two minutes. Like, take a look what I'm doing. Do you know what's this? Oh, do you think it's that? No, actually it's that other thing. So it completely blew people's mind in less than two minutes. So if you're interested in learning more about it, just subscribe. And everyone subscribed like crazy, <laughs> like crazy. And then we created a small follow-up sequence. I wrote everything. And then for each sequence and for each mode, he recorded a video explaining just a bit about the mode. Just explaining, just explaining 
how it is. And then after a couple of emails like that, we send an email asking them if we should create a course, what they wanted to learn, what they wish they could have inside the course. So we didn't create by ourselves. We, we use this kind of, how, how can I say that? In a road that you can go to both sides. So it's not from us to them. It was from us to them, from them to us. It was interactive somehow. And then we crafted the order. We, we crafted the course and then we created the offer. That's it. Sounds like you did a, a lot of things the right way. Uh, I imagine that first launch was pretty successful. Yeah, because we, we didn't have like high expectations. All we wanted was the first 10 people to buy. And I remember we got the first 10 people to buy. And then I tried to pull it off, to, to take off the, the, the buy button. And when I tried to, to take it off, one more people bought. So we got like 11 people on, on the first week. Like it, it was like... Nowadays, we have like technology and we even have like automatic ways of doing that. But back then, I had to learn HTML. I had to learn mm -hmm. JavaScript. I had to learn a lot of stuff to make it happen. So that was, yeah, pretty crazy days. And that worked. And then after that, we sold hundreds and hundreds of copies. So that was really amazing. And the most interesting about it is that after that, I wasn't... Uh, theoretical guy anymore because I had a case. I had a success case. And after that, people started to hire me to help them with their programs. So what I started doing is that I became an affiliate of PLF in Brazil. Erico invited me to sell the same program that I bought as an affiliate. So it used to, he raised the price. He, he rose the price for 4,000 Brazilian. So that should be like still less than $1,000. And then I would get 1,000 per each sale I did, which sale I made. So that thing suddenly became my main thing. My, my, my main thing in my life, in my business was selling the same course that I, that I learned with. So I sold more than 500 copies of wow. PLF as an affiliate. So the first launch, I sold eight. The, the other launch, I sold 32. And then I remember there was a launch where I, where I sold 134. And, and I kept on growing because my list kept on growing. And people mm -hmm. saw the results and then they just joined. And for selling them, I had a bonus package. And that's something that my interest people that are listening to. If you want to sell something, some, sometimes you should create a package as a bonus that sometimes it's more valuable than the program itself. So when I sold the program as an affiliate, I had two offers, two, two, two bonuses. One was a one-on-one -on -one consultation. So they already knew that I got results. So they really love to pay to get that. And the most affordable way to pay to get that was to buy the program through my link. So I offer one-on-one -on -one consultation, one hour. And also I added all the people who bought through my link to one Facebook group. And people could share their, their results and, and questions and collaborate, help each other on the group. So that's it. So did you do 500 of those one-on-one -on -one consultations? Nope. 
because mo not most of them, but some of them didn't ask for the consultation. And yeah. I'm talking 2012, 2013, and 2014. And even now, in 2033, there are some people sending me a message. Oh, 10 years ago, I bought this from you. <laughs> do you mind Do you mind scheduling the one-on-one -on -one call? And I still do those. That, that's crazy because that's my word, right? So there's some people still claiming those one-on-one -on -one hours. Because and, and here's something interesting. If you offer this kind of one-on-one -on -one consultations, not all of them are going to redeem the consultations. And when they do, it's because they're very motivated. They're 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 doing stuff. They're getting their hands dirty. So, so they're in action. So that was very good. I used, I didn't used to be, I wasn't born like a consult, consult. How do you say that? Consult Consultant. So yeah. one thing that I always say, because I, I help people to create their mentorship programs, their digital courses. One thing that I always say is that the mentoree, they are who makes, they make the mentor. It's not that the mentor makes the student. The student makes the mentor. So I wasn't a consultant at all. I was the guy who've been through the course first. That's just it. I just did that first. And then people who joined the course later, they could have a hand. I could help them because I was there before. Just that. Not because I was better or just because I had a bit more of experience, like a couple of months more. Does it make sense? But yes. after I started consulting, gave, giving consultations for those people, one, two, three, 10, 20, 50 people, 100 people, after 100 one-on-one -on -one consultations, I got very good at it. Does it make sense? That's the thing. You also provide coaching too, right? I do, yeah. So it's it's funny to hear you say like not everybody you know cashes in on the one on one consultations yeah. my piano course has been going on for 10, 10 years now and i started this second brand 6 years ago with this podcast called the online course show and um and i do help people with their online course businesses with my piano business my top end offer uh for a very long time has included two one on one live piano lessons and i've sold thousands of copies of that level and i've done like four of those lessons wow like that ratio is insane and um i like to think that the program is just that good that they don't need the the one-on-one -on -one consultations but what i've found is that people in the in the online course like uh consulting space they cash them in they cash in one-on-one -on -one sessions a little bit uh more than my piano students would um, yeah. but that rate with the piano is very, very low. So you yeah. did a hundred of these consultations. You, you became good at that. It sounds okay. like that's, that's the, the segue into maybe the next phase of your business journey. Definitely. Because after that, I got really good at doing those kind of consultations and I got really good at leading the group. So that was very intense. And that's interesting because a couple of years later, Erico decided to let go of the affiliate program. So he stopped letting people to promote. And, and that was that, where you were making all your money, right? That was one of my main things. That was my, my top one thing. Because that was very... The, the payout was very good. 1,000 reais should be something like $200. So that was 25%. 
commissions. So that was quite a lot. And I, as an affiliate, I really loved the idea that I could sell and someone take care of the deliverables. Yes. So the responsibility, how can, responsibility. Sorry, so, guys, sorry, English is not my first language, okay? So this is my first podcast in English. I'm kind of nervous here, but I guess they can understand what I say, right? So somehow that thing was my my main main source of revenue. And on, on the side, I started to do my own thing. I created an affiliate summit. The name wasn't Affiliate Summit, it was in Portuguese. So it was called Congresso de Afiliados. Congresso de Afiliados. In, in English, that would be Affiliate Summit. So it was the first summit, like online summit, on affiliates. And I got the, the number one on each niche in Brazil to share their secrets on how they sell more as affiliates. And that was a blockbuster. That was a huge success. We did three versions. The third version was the biggest online event on affiliation marketing in the world. It was back in 2014, I guess. Oh, it's been a while. 2000, 2014. And we got more than 60 speakers. And since it was online, there were speakers from Russia, from France, from U USA, from Brazil, all over the world. So that was very intense, very intense. And that's how I grew my own list. That's how I got known on, on Brazil, Brazil marketing market, like on the online space. Does it make sense? Yes. So I yeah. got pretty known because of that. The, the affiliates, um, so I love having a, a combination of uh, affiliate stuff and then your own products because they both have their pros and cons with the affiliates. Yeah. That's actually, that's absolutely the top pro is that, you know, you can, you can make some money and then all the d fulfillment and delivery is done by somebody else. Customer support. Like once you make that money, it's kind of done, right? Yeah. You don't have to deal with, with anything downstream of that. But on the flip side, you don't get all the money. You just get a percentage of the money. Exactly. Uh, Whereas when you're selling your own product, you get you get all the money, but then you have to deliver and you have to provide customer support and so on. So for that reason, I like having a combination of them. But it sounds like at that point you you became in this progression like you were a guitar guy and then you're a PLF guy and now you're becoming a um, an affiliate guy in the story. Yeah. What happens but, but, next? But here's the, here comes the magic. You said that the downside of being an affiliate is that you only get a percentage of the revenue. But that's not the biggest downside, in my opinion. The, in, in my opinion, the, the biggest downside is that you can't control. You don't control the offer. You don't control whether it's open or not. You can't control if you if you want to do like a special deal or something. You, you, your hands are tied. So nothing wrong about it, but you don't control the offer. And the clients are not yours. The clients are from the person you're promoting. So I, I'm glad I soon realized, I, I realized pretty early that if you don't have your own products, you don't have a business at all. And what I realized teaching affiliates and being a top affiliate is that the biggest affiliates in the world, they have their own products. So my upsell on the affiliate summit was a program called How to Start from Scratch. Como Começar do Zero. 
em português, como começar do zero, means how to start from scratch. And on this program, I help people to create their own courses, their own programs. That's how I started. Wow. Okay. And so that's that's kind of the genesis of your current business where you've got your exactly. own clients, you're not promoting anybody else's program anymore. So when exactly. when did that start? How long have you been doing the current business? It's been because I've always been doing that on the side. It wasn't like if I if I tell the story, it seems like it's phase one and then phase B and then phase C, like different phases. But the way I feel is it's always been the same, right? Since the beginning back in 2012, because there's some people from that time, there are still active clients. So I don't see like this new part of my business. It's just like the evolution of the same business. Does it make sense? Yes. Okay, so so the guy I, I used to have a, a online um, English teaching course. The guy who was a partner back then, when we didn't make any money, he's now a client. So, am I in a different business or at the same business? <laughs> it, it seems like it's the same, but it has changed throughout time. Does it make sense? Yes. So we've uh, we've kind of talked through a lot of the highlights of your story and everything. Let's let's next go into because you know that was a great setup for clearly you know what you're talking about, right? Yeah. So at this point, you know, fast forward to 2023, like you mentioned, a program that um, was something to, named like how to get started. Like how do you recommend somebody get started? Maybe they're working a dead end job right now. Uh, they, they hear this, they want to create an online business, maybe an online course business. How do you get started? Okay. Can I answer twofold? Of course. Because my, my, my judgment on this matter changed throughout time. So back then I thought that being an affiliate would be the best and easier way to get online because you don't have to deal with a lot of the downside of the stuff. You don't need to deal with deliverables. You don't need to deal with research. You don't need to deal with anything. You just make the sale and then get your commission. So for years, I used to promote being an affiliate as the best way to start online. But after a couple of years, I realized that it's pretty hard to do that too. And if you have what it takes to be successful on that, you also have what it takes to be successful on creating something of your own. So can, 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 I, can I go very direct and very straight to one observation I made with the affiliate marketing world? And, and that's, that might sound controversial, but that's how I felt in Brazil. So there's two kinds of successful affiliates. Most of, most of the affiliates, they fail before getting successful. But considering only the successful affiliates, there's just two kinds of people. The people that value money over people and the people who value people over money. Does it make sense? I, I, mean, I need an expl explanation okay. on that. So, so Okay. If the, the, the successful affiliate, they, they enjoy, they, they like people more than they like money, they end up creating something of their own, their own product, their own course, their own mentorship programs, because at some given point, they realize that they can take care of the clients in a specific way that the, the people they're promoting can't. 
And at the same time, if the, the affiliates, they value more the money than they value the people, sooner or later, they start promoting some bogus offers, some offers that pay you well, but don't deliver any value to the client. Some kind of CPA thing, tricky things. I heard of people that made a lot of cash selling ringtones to, to old people that didn't understand what they're doing. That doesn't make sense. Yes. So I, I realized the affiliate, he, he just have two routes. Either he become like a, a bad person, like a scammer, or he becomes a producer and creates the thing of his own. So sooner or later, he's going to find his path. So I decided to, to stop talking with affiliates and waiting for them to differentiate and then working only with experts. And that's the way I would recommend people to start online. Forget about affiliate marketing. Don't lose your time with that. Just look what you're good with. If you're not good at anything, just partner up with someone with some kind of expertise. Does it make sense? And then create an offer. So if you're a lawyer for five years or for 10 years, people who are just graduating will pay you to learn the mistakes, to learn the lessons, to learn the shortcuts of your career. So if you play piano for a lot of, for a lot, long time and you're good with this, you can teach people who are starting. If you play the guitar for years, you can help people who are just starting. So regardless of your specialty, you can help people who are a couple of steps behind you. Does it make sense? Yes. If that's the path that somebody goes down, sometimes creating the offer and the product, a, a, an online course can be the easiest part of the whole thing. Cause yeah. uh, just because we create those things doesn't mean that people know it exists. So what is your advice to people to build an audience and generate traffic to generate traffic? Okay. Yes. So two ways of generating traffic, organic and paid. I like the paid route because you can always pick like Instagram or YouTube or even LinkedIn, depending on your, your kind of program. And then you can pay those platforms to show your message to a big amount of people. So now I have mm -hmm. 316,000 followers on Instagram. Some of them came from the organic traffic, came because of my content, came because of the stuff I post. But some of them, they came from, most of them came from paid ads that I run. So you don't need to choose either one or the other. You can just have both. I wouldn't rely on just one source of traffic. And by the way, this, this podcast is audio only, right? But I'd love to be able to show people this amazing sunset in here. Wow. Yeah, if anybody, if you're listening on just audio, where Victor clearly lives right on the water. I see a hot tub right on his balcony, and there's currently a magnificent uh, sunset happening. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. So is this, this one of the many benefits of running a successful online business? Yeah, you can work from whatever you are. I've visited more than 50 countries so far. I, I've, I've visited those countries and I'm always traveling. And then people ask, oh, are you in vacations? And I say, oh, I don't call it vacation. I call it life because I'm always on the go. I'm always traveling, me and my wife. And I, I, whenever I am, 
I'm working. For instance, now she's taking a nap after we had a, a late brunch, and then I'm here. Isn't it work? I, I mean, I have I'm having a, a nice conversation, but that that would be something like work on on my schedule on, on my agenda, right? But yeah, now I'm working. A couple of minutes from now, I'll be not working. So some people, they have this clearly written in stone. What's work? What's leisure? What, what's work? What's fun? For me, after I found, found, found my thing, I'm all the time working, all the time having fun. Does it make sense? Yeah. So there's nothing that you do for work that you don't enjoy doing? <sighs> no. It's very hard to say or name something that I don't enjoy doing. There are some stuff that I don't enjoy doing all the time. And then I just don't do it all the time. For instance, I don't like to be in the studio. I, I, I'm just recording my next launch. And when we do that, there are those big lights and one, two, three cameras, a lot of people, all these things. I don't like that much, but I like that like every two months, every three months. I, I would hate my life if I were to do this like every day, like TV people, right? That's not my thing at all. But since I'm doing like every now and then, when I'm doing that, I like that. Some people ask me, hey, Victor, how can you manage to be always happy and always in the mood to do like Instagram stories and recording stuff? And then I answer, I'm not always in the mood, but when I'm not in the mood, I just don't do it at all. So it's not that I, that I, there's nothing that I don't like, but there's nothing that I don't like that I do too often so that I hate. Does it make sense? So you mentioned this uh, this upcoming launch. Uh, you said recording the launch, right? Are you still yeah. doing PLF style launches? Yeah, then? for sure. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So still, just like the three pre-launch content videos leading to uh, a, a several day open cart, closed cart. I mean, just the classic way it's always yeah. been done. Or are there yeah. new twists to it? Oh, several twists because this time we're gonna try to do that in recorded. But what I've been doing the last couple of years is doing live launches. I love it. It's pretty much the same structure, but I do it live. And since I'm doing it live, I can do a very clever thing that is to run the launch twofold. So it's free for most of people, but I also charge for a premium. I charge 1,000 Brazilian, so $200, for they to be able to follow the launch, not on YouTube, but on, but on a Zoom room. And after we, we stream the main content, I spend like half an hour, one hour with people from the VIP, people who pay those $200. And then I can do some Q&A, and then I can understand that they better. They, I, I can get to know them a bit more. And the best thing about the VIP thing, which is a twist I created on that, is that not only I get the $200 per person, but my conversions amongst the VIP people is far bigger than my conversions amongst the the non-VIP people. Because a buyer is a buyer is a buyer. People who buy... They are different. They, they behave differently. They, they are more eager to, to take her offer when you, when you do your offer. Does it make sense too? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's really amazing. So your audience at this point sounds like it's all it's all um, I don't know if it's all Brazilians or just Portuguese speaking people at this point, right? I would say ninety percent or more Brazilians, and one hundred percent are Portuguese speakers. There are some Portuguese speakers all over the world, but most of them are Brazilian. And I have a couple of hispanohablantes, like Sp- Spanish speaking people that they kind of get Portuguese and they some of them buy from me even though they struggle with the language and i even have some american like like american who are learning portuguese and they can learn with me i i'm looking forward sometime in in some given moment creating something in english or in spanish just to be able to take my message to more people yeah i mean that was my next question right because um you know, I, I speak English. That's that's the only language I'm truly fluent in. And um, my understanding is that's one of the top, if not top, uh, languages in the world. And so it's you could expand. Language. Yeah. yeah. And you, most A lot of people know English, right? So you could expand yeah. your potential customer base significantly yeah. by appealing to English speakers. Yeah. Um, but I also love the fact that you, you know, were, were that niche down to really focus on the people that you knew best, too. Uh, but now that you've grown to a certain level, I'm just curious if you if you plan to branch out to um, the English speaking market. So I I I think I think too much about it because <laughs> I, I'm on several masterminds. So I'm on, on Jeff Walker's mastermind. I'm often on Brandon Burchard's mastermind. Do you know Brandon? Brandon Burchard. Yeah, I don't know him personally, but I know who that is. Yes. Yeah, I love the guy. I'm always on Russell Brunson's events. I've been to, to to several events, Joe Polish's events, Genius Network. I'm a part of his mastermind too. So I invest a lot and I'm often in the US. So I already did like paid seminars in US, but in Portuguese for Portuguese speakers mm-hmm. in Orlando mm-hmm. and stuff. But I, I always think on the possibility of creating something in in English, but I wouldn't like to translate all my programs because I have the mastery group, which is like the, the recurring group for people that every month I come up with something different for they to try regarding, regarding selling more or delivering better or getting more results with their clients. I have this for... 1,000, I'm talking Brazilian now, 1,000. Then I have the how to start from scratch for 5,000 Brazilian, so $1,000. And then I have the Vida de Mentor, which is mentor life, something like that, where I teach them how to create, sell, deliver, and scale mentorship programs, which is 30K Brazilian, so $6,000-ish. And then I have my mastermind, which is for people for who are doing more than $1 million per year, and it's 100 20 Brazilian, so that would be something like slash by five, 60, 60, no. What's 120 divided, 120 by five, so 25, 24K dollars. So if I were to create something in English, I wouldn't like to translate the whole ecosystem. I wouldn't like to translate all those programs and stuff. So I would have to pick one and start small doesn't make sense so probably i wouldn't translate it all i would just start with something and that would probably be the mentor program 
Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like at this point, like you're like the guy in Brazil, right? Like you're the Russell Brunson, Brendan Burchard of Brazil, right? Is that fair to say? Well, I, I, I never, I never saw this way, but yes, I'm on the top names in Brazil internet marketing for sure. Yeah. That's amazing. This, uh, Victor, this may be the last question, but I'm curious, does the guitar course still exist? No, the, my, my friend, the, the professor, the teacher, John, he passed away a couple of years mm -hmm. ago. And even before that, we stopped working together. And I frankly, I don't know how it's been now, but it's been a while that I don't hear from, from the course anymore. Yeah, I was just curious. Obviously, I'm a fan of starting the journey with a uh, musical instrument course. Uh, so our, our paths have yeah. paralleled in that way. So look, thank you so much for uh, for joining me for sharing all this uh, great stuff with the audience. Uh, let's uh, let's do it again sometime. Okay. Okay, that's awesome. Take care. All right, what an incredible conversation with Victor. Uh, thank you again to him for coming on. I hope that you out there listening found it as an inspiring and informative as I did. A fun fact for you, I was actually introduced to Victor through my operations manager, Renato, uh, who's Brazilian himself, and Renato and Victor go way back to their early guitar days. They were both in that guitar school together. You know, Victor mentioned the, uh, the, the guitar teacher at that school that he partnered up with for that initial online course. Well, Renato, uh, who works for me now and is integral to the things that you see here at the Online Course Guy and the Online Course Show, uh, was part of that guitar program as well. And fast forward to today, Renato was like, look, I know this guy, Victor, he is just incredible in Brazil, uh, and you really need to have him on the podcast. So that's how this particular episode came to be, and that's how I got introduced to Victor, and it was just such a pleasure. So thank you again to him and thank you out there for listening to another episode. For all the links and show notes from today's episode, you can find those at oc.show slash 206. And if you out there uh, listening to this right now are looking for guidance or resources or coaching to jumpstart or to elevate your online course business, be sure to check out theonlinecourseguy.com. That's theonlinecourseguy.com. Until next time, keep learning, keep teaching, keep making a difference. Take care, everyone.